You're tuned to 88.5 WMNF Tampa. This is Talking Animals. Walks like an animal, talks like an animal, must be an animal. Come here, the animals, talking animals, talking animals. And you are tuned to Talking Animals on WMNF. My name is Bev. I'm filling in for Duncan today. Uh, We've got the Talking Animals Valentine's Day special ready to go. We've got some great music, some great comedy, and some great interviews from people, from listeners and WMNF Talking Animals supporters about their animals who've made a difference in their life. So let's get things started with Langhorn Slim, We Love the Animals. The monkeys are happy, the zebras are playing. What good friends we have We love the animals The fish are in the ocean The birds are in the sky We're singing and we're dancing Oh, ain't it great to be alive With all the good friends we have We love the animals Got a house by the lagoon And I'm moving there in June Put a piano in the living room Life is crazy, it's a zoo We love the animals Children are saying what good friends we have. We love the animals, we love the animals, we love the animals, we love the animals, we love the animals. That was Langhorn Slim with We Love the Animals, and that's what we're celebrating today. Talking Animals has been on air at WMNF for more years than I can remember, and we are celebrating Valentine's Day today with uh, your animal love story. So if you'd like to text or call or email, uh, it would be better if you could text. The uh, texting number is 813-433-0885 
or email to dj at wmnf.org. I may take some live callers later on in this show. I've got a couple of pre-recorded interviews from local animal rescue uh, individuals and WMNF supporters. I did want to let you know that Duncan is out of town. He's actually in Austin, Texas, interviewing Temple Grandin, uh, awesome animal advocate and interesting person in her own right. He's been the subject of um, an awesome movie, too. Um, you can check that out online about her history. But he will be airing his interview, a live interview taking place in Austin, Texas. He will be airing that sometime in the next uh, coming weeks. So let's see. Uh, Duncan will return next Wednesday, February 21st with the WMNF Winter Fund Drive. He's got a huge goal to make. And between now and then, if you could hit the tip jar and show your support for talking animals in advance, it'll take a lot of pressure off Duncan and make for a smoother fun drive. We'll talk about that more in a bit. Right now, um, you are to what? I do believe it's time for some comedy. One night I went out walking on the beach. Guess what I found? Out of the waves come a humpback whale jumping up and down. Then come a herd of finback whales and a gang of killers too. Then wouldn't you know, thar he blows the whale in charge was huge. He was showing them how to rock and roll telephone poles and trees. He'd cock his tail and the dock would sail out to sea with ease. But it didn't get hot because I've always thought it was a good friend of their kind. And their leader knew that and on a telepathic path he walked into my mind. I am the greatest brainy brag. I'm nobody's fool. I'm the Einstein of the ocean. I'm the spokesman for the school. My theory, you see, is relatively the CM really square. It's gone downhill since the big oil spills. We're coming up for air. Go tell the leader of your herd. No one will get harassed. We're coming ashore to knock down doors and whip some whalers. Now the Russians make whale butter, so first we'll pound them reds. My family is certainly too high a price for spread. And on their knees, the Japanese will answer why they killed us. Did they want to drive the price up before they start to build us? <laughs> and all the other whalers will get punished just the same. And who's this Whalen Jennings and how'd he get that name? I said, hold on, whale overboard, that ain't the tack to sail. You'll lose the sympathy of the media when you start in whipping tail. Just stay alive and cut that jive anti-ocean notion. You'd burn away in half a day if it was rain and suntan lotion. Just take a hike and leave the fight to the women and the men like me that are set to bet the whalers are the next extinct species. <laughs> Okay, 
We're knocking all the products made from whale parts, doing all we can so the Greenpeace men never lose their heart. We're going to plant jojoba and then extract the oil and show the world there's no more reason to put a hump back on the boil. We're going to lobby and petition and demonstrate our unity until we get a moratorium on this stupidity. Now I'll tell your tale and save you whales. I'll even write a poem to send to Nancy Reagan. He'll catch hell when he gets home. Give me some fin. I know we'll win. Let's invest in each other. I'll buy a sign on Sunset Drive. He ain't blubber. He's my brother. <laughs> oh, that was Gallagher. Um, we lost a fabulous comedian in 2022, but he lives on in a lot of the hearts and minds of comedians. Um, we're going to hear an interview coming up next. A uh, friend of mine rescued two uh, dogs, a mixed breed, and uh, one of them came from Hillsborough Animal Pet Services. So we're going to hear that interview right after this. You'll, you'll get the connection, I'm sure. For I found my best friend in the dog pound. They don't come any better. The best friend that I ever had. So faithful, so true. When other friends failed me, my pal with the tail. Always He still came to see me when I was in jail oh yes i found my best friend in the dog pound in the butcher's house he's an old prisoner like me who'll always be grateful when the dog catcher caught him that i Set him free. I found my best friend in the dog pound. The best friend that I ever had. When other friends fail me, my pal with the I found my best friend in the dog pound In the butcher's jailhouse He's an old prisoner like me Who'll always be grateful when the dog catcher caught him That I set him free for one measly dog. 
a tag for his collar I set him free Well, my first dog is uh, named Barkley, and I already had the name picked out because he's named after Bishop Barkley, the philosopher. So it's spelled like Berkeley, but pronounced Barkley. Okay. Uh, which is a nice, and he doesn't bark any, by the way, so that's good. But um, he, uh, I lived out, I moved out to the country and uh, out from Tampa, and uh, my mom had passed away, and this was a, a, a New Year's Day in the 2017. And so I was out here, you know, I was feeling pretty isolated and a little down in the dumps. And um, I wasn't working at the time. Uh, and all of a sudden, I'd been talking about getting a dog. And a, a friend of mine, he's a musician, and he was playing in Lakeland in a pub with another fellow. And uh, they had the door open. And it was around Thanksgiving. It was the day after. And apparently this dog walks in. And he just seems very at home, and people feeding him chips, people feed him chips and, uh, and and French fries, and uh, he comes and sits by the stage, smiling, wagging his tail. So at the end of the night, my friend asks the manager, "What's up with the dog?" You know, and he says, "Well, he's been around here for a little bit, a few days or a week, uh, but we just we don't know whose he is. They dropped him off. We think they dropped him off." So he asked if he could take him, and he did. And so he shows up at my house at one o'clock in the morning, and. Uh, <laughs> I was shocked, you know, this, this big dog, and he's on a rope leash. And, uh, you know, my friend and I, we talked and, and uh, had a beer or two. And then uh, at some point I went to bed. I woke up and remembered the dog. And around this tree, this small tree in my front yard was a rope with no dog. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he got away. I said, that's a shame. And all of a sudden I hear, it sounded like a herd of water buffalo. So, but around, boom, 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 and around the side of the house comes Barkley, and uh, he never left, and he never has. Yes, it was. That's so much to me. Yeah, he meant so much to me because, like I said, I was very down. I was close with my mother, and uh, my father had passed years before, and so you know, parents give you that certain unconditional love, and. Uh, I started realizing that I needed something like that in my life. And Barkley, uh, he was he was that that force in my life, you know. Right. And it also, I think it's very important to, uh, it, it helps to get you out of bed in the morning if you have somebody that you're responsible yeah. for. I became responsible for him, feeding him and playing with him. And we played a lot. I mean, we played every day, all day. And he had so much energy. One time he came from about 60 yards. Uh, I had a rope in front of me. I forgot to hold it off to the side like a like a bullfighter. And he caught me right around in the middle of my thighs and flipped me up in the air like Charlie Brown on the mound when he gets <laughs> discombobulated. Fortunately, my step, my clothes stayed on. But he was a handful, but we just got very close. And, you know, he, uh, he warmed up and started smiling and realized he was home. I never really had one when I was a kid. I think I had a beagle for a month. My mother didn't like animals. She thought they were dirty, you know, and the dog got away, quote unquote, you know, he, yeah. he escaped. And uh, I never had another dog after that. So um, and I was always so busy, but now I'm settled a little and I'm out here. So um, I can't imagine ever not having a dog. And I wish I had had a dog before, you know, it's a, 
they're like I said, they're it's like a small person in a dog suit. You know, that's, that's that was yeah, it wasn't the end of it. <laughs> okay, so how how long did you have Barkley before you decided he needed to have a companion? Oh, I kept him probably well until twenty twenty one. So that was a good three about three years. Okay. It was just the two of us, and uh, but I thought that maybe he needed a dog companion, you know. And I was getting ready to go back to work or making plans to, and um, so I, I didn't want him to be in the house all by himself all day, you know. And uh, I thought, well, what would be a good thing to rescue a dog, and this time, you know, more properly from a shelter? And uh, you helped me with that, and right. uh, you found uh, my dog, and her name is Ren R Y N. Hillsborough County Animal Services site. Yeah, she'd been in there for at least three months. She had had some, she was confiscated along with four other dogs. And the other four had been adopted and she was the last one. And she was termed a high risk. And what that means, it doesn't mean that she's a high risk dog. It means she's at risk of being euthanized because she's been at the shelter so long, you know. And, um, so, yeah, she had a funny hat on in the picture, and I sort of uh, fell in love with her. And when I met her, she just rolled on her belly and just wants belly rubs, and she's yeah. still like that. Yeah. But was there any other information? No, just that, you know, she had been confiscated, so it must have been some kind of, I would imagine, drug thing or some kind of, you know, the person was arrested and they confiscated the dogs. Okay. And uh, that, there was that there was abuse in her background. And she is reactive to some things, but you, you know you have to know her, and she's gotten much much better at that. Uh, Hillsborough Animal Services were able to provide some of those details for you, but you did know. Yeah, that but not a whole lot. I mean, I just really had her, but I you know I wanted a dog that was a little challenging, and I felt I was up to it because I still was at home a lot while I was home, you know. So I was able to put the time right. in. Right. And um, I mean, I'm so glad I did. You know, she had a few reactive issues. Back paws are still a no-go. But other than that, she didn't really have much other than that. And uh, Barkley's taught her how to how to have boundaries, you know, <laughs> as far as when she wants to play. And uh, he has his little bark. It's like, Finger! two little arts, and that's it. He only uses it for her. But, um, yeah, she's come a long way. She was on trazodone when I got her, and I had to get her off. I weaned her off of that. And... Um, now they haven't had any kind of problem in well over a year so that's uh, i just think that they they're fine now they, they run around outside they play together and uh and i think they're fine you know but it it did take a little bit of a lot of patience you know and right, right. there was a there were there was a time when i thought you know we talked about it i thought i might have to rehome her and i was sort of if there's another major incident it's not fair to barkley or to her you know but it never happened, and uh, I think that that's, that's in the past now. But my point would be that a dog like that is well worth it because now she's just a really great companion dog. And uh, my house and the yard and my neighbor's yards are his domain. And he likes sitting on the deck and just looking out at everything. And when he's out in the yard, he goes and sits right on the edge of the property looking out to make sure nothing's coming, you know? <laughs> no right. And that's his function. Yeah. He paroles. Well, I actually did that with him when I first got him. I'd say, Southern Perimeter secure, Eastern Perimeter. And we'd actually go all around the property. And I did that to get him used to where the edges were, you know. You know, Eastern Eastern Perimeter secure, come on. And uh, 
So he's always done that. Now she doesn't do that. She's just really, she wants to be next to you in your lap or snuggled up, come in there and adopt these dogs. And these aren't dogs even like Red, where they have any problems they have to overcome. They're perfectly fine dogs and they're ready to go into any family. Right. So I would say if anyone's thinking of it, go to the Pet Resource Center, go on the Facebook page and find you a dog because it's harder that need need to get out of there and get families. And they, they do have a, a fantastic program where you can actually basically check check the dog out for the weekend or for a, That's right. a short period of time to see if they're a good fit or if you just want to do uh, something nice for the animal. You don't have to have any intention of uh, That's right. helping to yeah. socialize a little bit. I think Duncan's show is fantastic. There's no other show like it, certainly around here or maybe anywhere. And he is uh, supporting Duncan's show by pledging, I think, is very important because the shows, that, the people that he brings on help promote animal welfare and, you know, and to promote uh, the, the health of, uh, of animals. You mentioned that you'd written a song about Barkley, and I'd like for you to uh, read that particular portion for us right now. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, Ode to Barkley. And, uh, I wrote it here on my deck, and this verse, I think, particularly encapsulates how I feel about him and what he did in my life. He never lies to me or calls me names. He never turns his back to me or levels blame. He likes to lick my hand and lick my face. When he, when he looks in my eyes, all I see is grace. But I think that's what animals bring to your life with that, that love, you know. Very, very, very well said. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Beth. Okay, here's one we all know. Sing along. Taco Bell tastes three times better. Tastes just like a Chihuahua sweater. Oh, you like dog songs. I want a pit bull. I want a pit bull. I want a pit bull. I want a fuzzy little puppy with an evil grin that'll tear that bone right out of your shin. I want a pit bull. I want a pit bull. I want a stocky little puppy that's always pissed that'll fetch that bone right out of your wrist. I want a pit bull.
Hello? Hello? Yes, uh, who am I speaking to? This is WMNF. Hi, this is Haiti with Merciful Project Animal Rescue. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. It's so good to hear from you. Uh, we've spoken at length, did a, did a full interview, oh, probably about a year ago. So how are things going at Merciful? Things are going well. Things are going great. It's, it's always um, full of up and downs and things that we do to help our community and, and rescue more animals in need. Um, we are, we've been established now for four years, so it's, it's a great experience since we started this organization. Wow, four years. I, I saw online that you recently did a pu- puppy yoga <laughs> event, yes. if you want to talk more about that, and uh, tell me yes. if there's going to be another one. Yes, we're going to have a puppy yoga coming up soon. We normally do it every two to three months. At, um, we have a partnership with Bayshore Fit. It's a local gym in, in the South Tampa area, owned by Jeff and Beth, two amazing dog owners and dog lovers and just kind-hearted people that wanted to give back to the community. And we we happened to meet each other and we started the puppy yoga. It's gonna be a little it's gonna be a it's gonna be a little bit over a year since we did our first one. Mm-hmm. But the the special thing about the the one that we just had on Sunday is that is the biggest one yet. We had almost 100 people coming. Uh, they were donating $25 per person, and all these proceeds go to us directly. So we brought, um, we brought puppies that were rescued to Bayshore Fit, and just a community. Like, you felt the love and, and, and how involved everybody was in it. And we had an amazing instructor, Amelia, she Amelia Hershey, she donates her time as well, and it was about an hour and a half of of uh, just a, a, an event full of love <laughs> and full of that energy and exercising and playing with the puppies and the puppies were having so much fun. And at the end of the event, I just I took a picture and I I yell out loud saying that it was the biggest puppy yoga in the planet. <laughs> So <laughs> I, I can't imagine anything more fun than that. You get some exercise and some animal mm-hmm. time. Uh, before, before I get sidetracked, please uh, tell listeners uh, where you can be found on social media and also your website and your physical location. Yes. Yeah, so our physical location is 901 North Freeman Avenue. We're right at the heart of Hyde Park. There's more of North Hyde Park. And it's a facility that we use for different events, for adoption events on Saturdays. Uh, and I like to mention this because a lot of people come in thinking that, oh, I'm going to go and look at the dogs that they have available. We work a little bit different than other organizations. The goal of Merciful Project is to have all the animals we rescue in foster homes. So our facility is, is just to hold them until they find foster homes. So the best day to come and meet the animals that are available for adoption it's on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and all walk-ins are welcome. You don't have to put an application or anything. But if you do want to volunteer or you want to foster, visit our website, and it's uh, www.mercifulproject.org. In that website, you're going to go into the links where it says Volunteer at Merciful Project or Foster for Merciful Project. You can foster dogs or cats. As far as our social media, we have a Facebook account, Instagram account and TikTok account 
I really highly recommend you to go into our TikTok account <laughs> and see all the fun videos of the stuff that we've done. And it's the same merciful project. Um, so yes, that's that's where we are. That's where you can find us. And if you are thinking of maybe getting involved and you don't know how, feel free to send us an email or even reach out to the phone number that is posted on our website. And I'll be happy to direct you in a different way to, you know, get involved with us. Um, a lot of businesses and a lot of uh, schools or, or different groups, they want to pick a charity. And, and we are more than happy to be the charity of your choice and to show all the work that we do, like besides the animal rescue part. Um, we have an amazing program going on right now on site. So in the High Park location, we have a pet food pantry that is a free pet food pantry. So you are welcome to drive by to the 901 address and pick up food or food for your pets, dogs or cats, and no questions asked is right in front of the building. And um, just to help our community whenever there's, you know, the need, whatever is the need. Um, and and, uh, and let me interrupt you. That would, would that be mm-hmm. a good place to drop off a donation as well, a food donation yes. or uh, towels, yes. things like that? Are you in need of linens for your, for your rescues? Yes. So towels, cleaning supplies. We're always searching for those supplies, but whatever we have, we can also share it with our community. Um, that's why we have the food, oh, like the food pantry, the free food pantry for Fant- pets. Fantastic. And, but in the same... Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. In the same place, you can come and bring, maybe you have, I don't know, harness, collars, things that you um, no longer use for your pets, bring them on. And I guarantee you that we can put all that stuff to good use with those, um, either with our animals or with the animals in the community. All righty, but before we say goodbye, your your next rescue event is your post Valentine's Day event, and that's this Saturday. One one more time about that, and if you have any kind words to say about Duncan, you can say that too. Yes, so our post uh, post Valentine's Day adoption event is at the res at the facility at the Freeman location from ten a.m. to two p.m. Uh, we are working really hard to help these animals find homes. And what I like to say is when an animal gets adopted, that means that I have fosters available and resources to rescue many more. So please consider adopting a pet, um, you know, opening the doors of your home. And that's our next big event. Also, we have Pilates and Puppies happening on Friday. So in two days at UT, we have a partnership with Happy Tales and the Movement Tampa Bay where we bring puppies for the UT students and for anyone that wants to join us. And do we, we do Pilates. So we're not only doing yoga, but we're also doing Pilates. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you so much okay. for, for touching base with uh, WMNF Nothing, today. Yeah. And uh, very happy Valentine's Day to you and your Happy Valentine's Day to you guys. <laughs> we love you and happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening out there. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Talk to you.
Happy Love Day on WMNF on Talking Animals. My name's Beverly. I'm sitting in for Duncan today. So pleased to be here and to share the love. Um, if you have any animal stories you'd like to share with us, you can email at, to DJ at WMNF or text 813-433-0885. Thank you to the caller um, that was on earlier. And thank you to Haiti from Mercyful Projects. You can find them at mercyful.org. I also wanted to mention, uh, we talked, uh, had a pre-recorded interview with Rob earlier, and he got his uh, most recent animal from Hillsborough County Pet Services. That can be found um, information, lots of resources available there at hcfl.gov slash residents slash pets. And there is also a link for joining the Pet Resource Center Foster Squad. So if you don't want to make a long-term commitment, you can uh, take them for a test drive or just take them out for a few days out of the kennel. Um, We just heard from Donnie Osmond, the fabulous song, Puppy Love. Maybe the first time Donnie's been played on WMNF. I'm going to take that one. We're going to hear a bit more comedy. This is... Uh, Zoltan from Dry Bar Comedy. And then we've got a Zoom interview with our good friend Jerry and her dachshund, Fiona. Uh, Thanks for listening. My wife, uh, she has a new hobby. She's really into special needs animals. I don't know if that's made its way out here in Provo. (laughs) If you don't know what special needs animals are, they're animals. Uh, they have special needs. <laughs> that is all. Uh, there, there's this one, Oscar the Blind Cat. It was a cat that was born without any eyes. And they have a like page on Facebook. And my wife goes on there every day and cries. And that's what she does for fun. That's what she does for a good time. And it's weird, because I come home and she's just on the computer. And you know, me being a guy, I always think it's something I did. <laughs> And then she goes, no. And then she turns the computer, and it's Oscar the blind cat. And he's like, look at Oscar. And he's adorable. He has no eyes. Just, and I'm like, oh. And then she goes, I want a special needs animal. I want one. I'm like, you don't ask for one. You get bestowed one. Because I don't know, what, what do you, you can't just go to the pound and be like, hey, hey, what do you have in the back? Like, that's not how that works. I need, like, a three-legged dog or a cat with something. What do you have? can't do that. That's why, you know, we got Jessica at the pound. That's where we got Jessica. And we didn't name her Jessica. They named her at the pound. And people always ask, like, why don't you change your name? Because that's wrong. You don't change someone's name. That's rude. Like, if you adopt a kid from another country, you you can't just be like, yep, can't pronounce that. Your name's Jeff now. (laughs) That's rude. You learned that person's name. So I got a cat named Jessica. Very much your fan. <laughs> uh, Jessica's overweight. She weighs uh, more than she should for a cat, uh, which sucks. 
because when people come over, no one blames the cat in that scenario. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one comes over and goes, what happened here, sweetheart? A little heavy on the carbs? No, they look at you and they go, what'd you do to her? <laughs> and that's not fair, because I try. We have the laser pointer. I got the stick with the feather. I'm always running around my house. Come on, sweetheart, let's get the cardio going. <laughs> She's not that into it. We, my wife and I, we bought diet formula kibble. They make diet formula kibble and they have rules. Just one cup per day. Cause you're on a diet, Jessica. <laughs> we tried, but then at two in the morning, Jessica would come into our bedroom at night, climb onto our bed and then stand on my head. 22 and a half pounds of her, you guys, on my skull. And she would come down into my ear and just go, and I'm like, yeah, you're right, this diet is over. I had no idea that's how you felt about it. I apologize. I'm getting up right now and cooking you some bacon. Let's get after it. I don't have any children, but if I'm, in I'm out in public and I see a parent of an overweight child, I make eye contact and I go, I get it. Does that little fella stand on your head at night and scream in your ear? I get it. Give him what he wants. We need our sleep. Yeah, problem I could relate to. Um, I want to quickly mention if you would like to make a do make a contribution to WMNF to Talking Animals ahead of the fun drive, which will be starting next Wednesday morning, you can go to WMNF.org and on the main page, there'll be a very colorful display of the swag and items that WMNF has to offer for contributions. And where it says do a secure donation, there's a drop-down menu, and you can go to TLA for Talking Animals and make a contribution there. Duncan is also offering a pair of tickets to Bob Dylan, Fantastic Seats, on March 5th at Ruth Eckert Hall. And he also has a pair of tickets for Maria Bamford at Tampa Funny Bone, the newly renamed Improv. And um, he's also going to be offering several copies of Maria Bamford's book, Sure, I'll Join Your Cult. So please uh, check out WMNF.org, and if you're available, uh to make a contribution and show your love for WMNF, please do that. We're going to hear my interview with uh, WMNF supporter Jerry and uh, her love of dachshunds and her rescue of, um, of dachshunds. What comes to mind for me is um, I was getting dachshunds from... Skyway Dachshund Rescue, which is St. Petersburg base. Okay. And they asked me, well, they had a little girl who was like 10 years old. And I think she'd been, um, she was probably part of a puppy mill pup. Mm. And she was the cutest thing I had ever seen. And they called her Princess Cher. Uh, <laughs> and I just had to have her, mm. you know. Uh, but unfortunately, she had very big memory. Um, she had cancer oh. of the memories, probably, you know, from being a breeder dog. Right, right. 
and we went ahead and did the surgery so i had her for about a year okay um but she was just probably the cutest dog i've ever seen in my life and at the same time they asked me to take another old dog and he was a big duck fairly big ducks and old i don't know how old mm -hmm. but i immediately named him mister mm -hmm. he just seemed like a mister uh -huh. and um he was um he was quite entertaining um he walked at one speed you never saw him run or go fast it was just a very consistent one speed and we just thought that was so funny yeah and and the other thing was because he was a little bit uh he could get a little crabby we started calling him mr grumpy pants <laughs> <laughs> and anyway i bring it up because i had not had seniors before mm -hmm. and they're wonderful animals i mean i just love the seniors yeah and i think you know for some of us who are getting older it's such a good way to go yes to get, to get a senior mm -hmm. and i have seen a rescue more than one rescue sometimes they will even get if you take the senior they'll pay medical bills mm -hmm. for the seniors so that is what i wanted to share oh. mainly yeah. i know um i guess most rescues are the ones i'm familiar with they have a tiered system. If you want a puppy, you yes. know, you're gonna you're gonna pay more. Correct. To, they practically want to give give you money to take an older dog or special needs dog. Right. 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 So how, how did you uh, get interested in dachshunds? How how did that happen? Oh, thank you for asking that. The what actually happened was I had my second dog and I had her had her at dog training and she was a a big dog, but she was a good girl. And at the class, there was a little girl dachshund and she was just standing there and neither the trainer nor the owner could get this little girl to do anything. She wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's it. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> they just. Do you want a stubborn dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just know who they are yeah. and, and you know you they do what they want and um honestly though they're they can be a very good dog i'm not yeah. you know they're not a bad dog but they're just quite uh they like to be funny mm -hmm. they like it when you laugh they like to make you laugh they're just so entertaining yeah. Inter interactive that way do you get a, a lot of i guess feedback from them yeah Oh, they're just, they, they're just really, they are my favorite breed. They're, they're a blast. So, I, so mention, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Mention the right. Dachshund Rescue that you, you've used or that you've gone through. The, the name of it again yeah. is um, Skyway Dachshund Rescue. Okay. And um, I, I love them, but I'm afraid to go to any of their um, activities because <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm trying to keep it down to one dog. Right, for right. Yeah. Yeah. But we have um actually she's right here with me. Oh <laughs> there is, she is. Oh, this is Fiona. Hi, Fiona. 
Good girl. And she is actually from Skyway Dachshund Rescue, okay. even though she's a Dachshund Chihuahua mm -hmm. and something else. Okay. But she is a very good dog. She was um, she was actually in a home somewhere with like 65 other dogs, a hoarding situation. Um, and she was less than a year old when they got her oh. rescue got her. And so when I got her, she was kind of feral. Okay. And, um, she's come a long way, yeah. but she's, she's just very cautious. Well, and she, she definitely you know, looks like you're, you're her person. Um, yeah, <laughs> they were bred in Germany to go after badgers in badger holes. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're long like they are. And they were bigger too. I mean, the ones we see around here now, most of them are uh, miniature dachshunds. Oh, okay. Your, your standard dachshund can be as up to 40 pounds. And um, so anyway, that's how they were bred and why they were bred, mm -hmm. but um, I would like for people to know that their backs, because they're so long, they're, they are very susceptible to um, severe back issues. Oh. So two things. One, you need to be careful how you pick them up. You need to pick them up while, and be sure you're supporting their back. Mm -hmm. And the other is they, they can't be jumping off of things, going uh -huh. up stairs. There's all kinds of dog ramps out there you can mm -hmm. get, you know, so they can get in your bed. They love to sleep with you. They they love to burrow. Yeah. I you, you can have a house full of dachshunds and not even see one because, <laughs> <laughs> because they're all burrowed. burrowed. I get somewhere. Um, but I just think it's important for people to know, yeah. you know, that that's um, something you have to know about a dachshund. Awesome. But they are they are a blast. Well, give give uh, the folks a quick pitch for adopting an older dog like we were talking about earlier. We touched on it briefly, but um I think we're both of the same mindset that that's that's the way to go unless you've got um a lot of energy and a lot of patience. We'll that's let somebody else sure. have the puppies. That is for sure. And and the older ones, they you know, they say dogs know they've been rescued. Mm -hmm. And I think that, uh, you'll find, really, I really did feel that with the older ones. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they really did know. They knew well, they'd been rescued. That That's a perfect way to end the uh, Valentine's Day segment of Talking Animals. Thank, thank you, Jerry. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you, Bev.
That is the Viagra Boys with their winter dog song. Actual title is called Sports. And that one goes out to our good friend Jerry. Uh, please support Talking Animals in advance of next week's fun drive. Dan- Duncan has some fantastic gifts. And I do believe the Bob Dylan tickets may have been claimed, but please uh, go to WMNF.org and look at the other gifts that are available, and including Maria Bramford, a uh, live appearance at Tampa Funny Bone, which is the X-Improv on February 29th. And he will also have copies of her book, so you can take a copy of her book and get her to sign it. Um, WMNF has archives of all these shows at WMNF.org under Talking Animals, under Programming. But Duncan has a complete archive going back to his days in California at TalkingAnimals.net. You can hear his interview last week from um, the international guest uh, supporting animal causes around the world. I did want to read a segment of this inter, um, email that I got a few minutes ago. They say that their parents never allowed them to have animals either, and they've adopted puppy a puppy and brought him home in 1980, and that started uh, 35 years of animal love, and their current and proud volunteer of St. Francis Cat Rescue in Tampa. They trap and do TNVR and help them recover and um, help them in their rehab. Thank you so much for checking in with us, uh, Susan, and thank you for supporting WMNF and Talking Animals. We're getting down to the wire for before... NPR News. We're going to close out the show with um, Melanie, who passed away last month. This is um, Melanie Sofka on WMNF. Um, I wrote this song in Columbus, Missouri. I was uh, had a day off, so I I uh, wanted to go to the country. And that wasn't very difficult because the country was, Columbus, Missouri is the country. And I walked outside my door and I saw a big cow. And I said, oh, Moo, you know, don't you? <laughs> you know that I don't eat cows. And the, and the cow didn't say anything except, mm, Melanie. And so, <laughs> and so I wrote him this song. And I I wrote it really for all the cows. I was just thinking about the way it's supposed to be. I'll eat the plants and the fruit from the trees. And I'll live on vegetables and I'll grow on seeds But I don't need animals and they don't need me Oh no, I don't need animals cause I love them, you see I don't need animals, I want nothing dead in me You're tuned to Talking Animals on 88.5 WMNF in Tampa. 
WMNF Tampa. Could be beautiful, but mostly it's-